If you sold a physical product like CBD, now is the time to change your message to how it helps with financial anxiety instead of just anxiety in general. Do you guys catch my drift? If you are not talking about how your product, no matter what it is, fits the times that we are in right now, you will not be seen and heard. Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools, tips, and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another amazing episode of For the Love of Money. Today, we are going to be sharing the rules of a recession. Now, my goal is to help you survive and thrive in this very uncertain economic situation that we are all facing together, right? We're in it together. And I've spent more than the last decade learning and applying all the right moves that you should be making as an entrepreneur. And in a recession, some of those rules, well, they change. And you need to know what the specific rules of surviving and then thriving in a recession are. And that's why I've created the following six rules to make sure that you do just that, survive and thrive. Because your business not only can do well in a recession, but in every shift, massive opportunity is created. And this could actually be what propels your business to an entirely new level if you do it right. And so as we're headed into this possible crisis economy, here's the rules that you, as an individual building a business, must learn and must apply. Rule one, cash is king. Cash is king. And right now, you need to pile up as much as you possibly can. And I cannot stress this enough. Cash on hand gives you runway. And it lets you take advantage of all the opportunities in the world that are about to go on sale. But that runway, that several months of knowing that you've got your expenses covered, your employees covered, your investments covered, I cannot express to you how important that is in uncertain times when surprises will rear their ugly head that are completely and utterly unexpected. Cash on hand is a priority because in a deep recession, like the one we saw in 2008, liquidity dries up and credit lines get slashed. And so you can only count on the cash that you have in the bank. Now, in a recession, this is not the time to chase down debt. Instead, this is the time to preserve this precious cash as much as you can. So during a recession, you switch to paying just the minimums on any debt that you do have to preserve this cash. And if you don't have a lot of cash right now, don't fret, get creative. When I faced the last recession, I had no cash, right? We were in debt up to the ears and we had to get really creative. And that's what you need to do right now. And so if you listen to my story and any other episodes, you know that we sold every stitch of furniture, every TV, every belonging so that we could create 12 months of runway and reinvent ourselves to the people that you know today. So what can you sell if you don't have a lot of cash right now? Where do you have equity that you could access? Could you sell a second home or boats or RVs or timeshares? What can you borrow and who can you borrow from? that believes in you, that'll invest in you. And speaking of borrowing, 
If you know that you're going to need a credit line to survive facing this crisis economy, then by all means, go access it right now. Take the money out and put it in your bank. Because if you're counting on that credit line being available, there's a good chance that they're going to slash it if they haven't already. As I record this, they spent the past week, most small business lenders spent the past week lowering everybody's credit line down to what they owed. What special programs can you tap into if you need cash? Take advantage of every bit of free money that you can. That money will be put to good use if it's in your hands. So, your retirement account. The penalties are temporarily waived up to $100,000. It's a great time to tap into it if you need it. The new payment protection plan loan through the, through the SBA. Apply for it if you have employees. You get two and a half times your payroll and it turns into a grant as long as you use it to keep them on board. The economic disaster loans and grants. Apply for an SBA loan and the first $10,000 turns into a grant whether you get approved or not. You guys need to Google these things and make sure that you're taking advantage of every piece of free money that is out there. And before, when I mentioned runway, as you're doing all these things to accumulate cash, your goal is to create at minimum three months runway, but preferably 12. Because you're an entrepreneur and your road is going to be uncertain for the next year. The bottom line is this. If you need cash, then you need to get hyper-focused on finding that cash as much as you can to survive this liquidity crunch that is going to come up. And that requires you taking advantage of every opportunity, every move, even setting your ego aside sometimes to liquidate things so that you can truly operate knowing that cash is king in this situation. So that's number one. Number two, stop the bleeding. It's time to get lean. Reduce your overhead as much as you possibly can. And this goes for both your personal expenses and your business expenses. I want you to pull out your last few months credit card and bank statements, and I want you to examine them. I want you to look for every single unnecessary reoccurring charge and contract that you are in that you can slash. On top of that, I want you to call every single creditor right now and negotiate a stoppage of your interest accrual and even a payment deferral if necessary. Now, be cautious because there's a difference between forbearances and deferrals. Forbearances typically give you a break for a few months, but then when you have to start paying, you not only have to go back to paying the normal payments, but also the ones that they gave you a break on for a few months. So it can actually put you further behind. So be very aware if you are getting a forbearance versus a deferral, what the rules are going to be when it comes back time to start paying it back. Call your car payments and negotiate a deferral on those. Call your credit cards and negotiate the stoppage of interest accrual and payments on those. Because right now, as we face this recession, every single creditor is willing to negotiate in your favor. Because they learned in 2008, they would rather work with you than have you go bankrupt and leave them holding the bag for the entire debt. Renegotiate bloated leases. Renegotiate bloated contractors that you work with. You know, in good times, labor gets very expensive. But in lean times, like we're going into right now, labor and talent goes on sale. Now, do not renegotiate your employees' salaries unless you absolutely, absolutely have to because it's not the right thing to do. No, instead, you should be building team members for life. And that loyalty needs to go two ways. But do 
demand more out of your team members right now. Good, safe jobs like the one that you're providing, those are scarce in a recession. And they need to earn their keep more than ever when everybody needs to roll up their sleeves and trudge through this thing together. Because there's an awful lot of other talent out there looking to join your team. But when it comes to your contractors, do renegotiate some of the prices that your contractors have got used to charging simply because it's been a flush economy. You can even start over with new ones if you want, but it's better to continue doing business at the new adjusted rate that the market determines with the ones that you already have a good relationship. But if you have to do it, there's plenty of talent out there looking for jobs. I want you to remember this. When it comes to slashing your costs, a recession is all about survival. It's your job to survive as a business so that you can keep your employees employed and make it out the other end alive. And so sometimes you got to make those tough decisions and have those tough conversations to get your costs down where they need to be. The end goal of number two is this. The end goal of stop the bleeding is to get your monthly outgo as low as possible for the duration of the recession. But I caution you, do not slash any people or programs that will help you build your business during this stage. So your best employees, that's why you don't slash them. Your best mentors, that's why you continue working with them. Masterminds or programs that you're in, as long as they are going to move the needle on your business, those are the things you do not slash because they're actually going to be imperative to your success during this time if you've chosen the right ones. As a matter of fact, it's times like this that actually reveal if you have chosen the right mentor or not. Number three, pivot to fit the times. Pivot to fit the times means your products and your pricing must pivot in a recession, especially in a crisis economy. Times change and your business must too to survive. Here's an example. If you've always done high-end retreats, let's say, it might be time to change that product out for something else temporarily, like online community. If you've always built expensive courses, it might be time to quickly build a beginner course. And let's talk pricing. In a recession, the fact is, and especially in a crisis economy, there's just less money to go around. There are less people with money to spend. But that doesn't always mean dropping your prices. It may mean restructuring how people buy from you. Here's what I mean. Maybe you just need to create a friendlier payment plan by making it longer so the payments are smaller. Maybe you need to reduce your down payment on the front end of your payment plan. Maybe you need to get rid of any penalty that might have been there in the past if they choose to finance it. That's what I mean by restructuring how people buy from you. Here's another example of restructuring. You can also change the delivery of your products. You can change that structure so that you still earn your same hourly value that you are worth, but by moving some of the parts around of how you deliver it. For example, if you're a coach, maybe you move from one-on-one coaching into creating tiny coaching pods. So if you charge $100 an hour for your one-on-one coaching, maybe you move it to little pods of four where you charge each person $25 an hour. They win because in a recession, you're going to be able to still attract people that can afford you. 
And you win because you're still getting your $100 an hour by restructuring that. Heck, you can even sell it as building propaganda around accountability and tribe, especially in a time like this. There's always a way to restructure your products so that you are not necessarily missing out on what your hourly value is. To my high-end coaches and my high-end consultants out there, the same applies to you. If normally your consulting is $20,000, then maybe you start lumping clients together at 5,000 times four clients. Now, sometimes dropping your prices is the right way to go. Remember, pricing is always based around what your agenda is. Pricing is always based around what your agenda is. So right now, your agenda might just be to help people. Or right now, your agenda might be to make your products as affordable as possible just to make it through this thing. Let's take our money principles course, for example. That's the course that I created that teaches you exactly how to act and how to think with money. Well, we built a $2,000 course that will change your life in terms of how you operate with your finances. But we priced it in a normal economy at only $279 because our agenda was to make it accessible to those who need it. So your pricing is always about your agenda. But now our agenda has shifted once again. Now that we're facing this crisis economy, we actually slashed the price of the money principles in half to only $139. And we made it so that every single person who buys it, they get a one-time coupon code to gift to a friend so that they can study it together. You literally get to gift one of the money principles courses for free to someone in need or to a friend when you buy one for half price. And by the way, now would be a good time for me to tell you, we're actually starting a live group study of the money principles where you and I, in a group fashion, will study each module together, starting April 16th. And not only are we going to study the modules together, but we're going to tailor it to the current upcoming crisis economy. So every lesson in there, we're going to spin it so that you know how it fits in this crisis economy. So if you want to join us, do, do me a favor. When this thing is done, go to thetruthaboutmoney.com. Again, it is thetruthaboutmoney.com, half off, plus you get to share one for free with a friend. We are studying it together live on April 16th. But number three is it's time to pivot your products and pivot your pricing to fit this crisis economy. Number four, shift your marketing. Shift your marketing. By that, I mean your message and your marketing must change to fit the times that we are in. But not necessarily in the way that some of you think. Some of you think that means cut back on your marketing because it's an expensive line item. Let me start by saying this. I want to start with your actual messaging. The good news is many of you don't have to change your products, but every single one of you, you do need to change your message right now so that it fits with the times that we're facing or it will not be heard. So here's an example. If you sold business coaching in the past, you must now pivot to talk about recession-proof business coaching. Or if you sold nutrition plans in the past, you must now pivot to selling uh, how to eat healthy on a budget type of messaging. If you sold a physical product like CBD, now is the time to change your message to how it helps with financial anxiety 
instead of just anxiety in general. Do you guys catch my drift? If you are not talking about how your product, no matter what it is, fits the times that we are in right now, you will not be seen and heard because people in times like this, all they could think about is how do I extinguish the pain that I'm going through right now? And that is what you have to speak to in your messaging. Now, speaking of marketing, now is not the time to pull back on your marketing budget. Find somewhere else to save money. Because now is the time to shift into it, to lean into it, to double down on your marketing budget if you can, because marketing is always cheapest in a crisis economy. All the big players and all the scared entrepreneurs, this is the first line item they pull back on in their budget. So demand goes way down and you win. It's half as expensive and you get twice as much the attention. As a matter of fact, I have a friend who just used an opt-in and Facebook ads to get 10,000 new leads for her fitness program for just $9,000. Now that's unheard of. Here's why. Lead acquisition in the fitness world is very expensive. It's very competitive. So it's usually 2 to $4 per lead because it's so saturated. But look what happened. All of those scared entrepreneurs, all those larger companies that are just in the habit of slashing their marketing budgets when times get tough, they shut off their Facebook ads and Google ads. And she won because of it, getting leads for about 90 cents per lead. Here's another idea. Up your affiliate marketing efforts. Find people that want to be an affiliate marketer to sell your product. Because in a recession, people lose jobs. They lose income. They lose opportunity. And so they're always looking for ways that they can make it up from home. Being an affiliate for your products might just be that win-win that they're looking for. You only pay them when a product sells. And they get to make some much-needed money from home during a tough time. Number five, as an entrepreneur, in a recession or a crisis economy, you must seek the opportunities. Not hope they find you, not focus on what you're losing. Number five, you must seek the opportunities. In every single recession, brand new needs, brand new opportunities are created. Different things suddenly become important. Seek those needs. Recognize those opportunities. For example, the stock market has gone on sale like we have never seen in a long, long time. The real estate market is about to go on sale this fall when all the foreclosures start happening. Remember, you get what you look for. So retrain that 2 million-year-old brain that you have, which is a danger-seeking machine, right? It's trying to Look for anywhere that you might be in danger. Retrain that brain from a danger-seeking machine into an opportunity-seeking machine. One way you can do that is ask yourself two questions. Number one, what are the brand new needs that were not very important before that were created because of this crisis situation? Number one, what are the brand new needs that were not very important or didn't exist before this crisis economy that exists now? Number two, what do my current skill sets or past experiences have to do with filling those needs? Let's use me, for example. I'm literally made for this time that we're in. Me and my brand, we are literally made for this time. 
The new needs are financial and business advice during a time of mega uncertainty. And my story of facing the last recession from a place of fear in financial uncertainty, and then pivoting and learning how to reinvent and succeed coming out of that recession, that's what people need right now. So, what new needs, what current needs will you fill with your past experiences and current skill sets? You need to remember, as an entrepreneur, a recession is a great time to build a business from scratch. The world goes on sale. So do marketing costs. So does labor. So does talent, etc. It suddenly becomes cheaper to do things like build a website or hire an assistant. So it'll never be more affordable to build the business that you want to build. And coming out of a recession is always an era of growth. So your timing to start a business from scratch in a recession is actually perfect. And number six, number six is be the light. Be a leader. Be the light because people are seeking direction and certainty. In all times, by the way, that's what people are attracted to. That is what they are seeking. They are seeking direction and certainty. If you can be that for them, you win. So many people in a crisis economy, they pull back out of fear. They pull back out of not knowing what to do. They go to a dark place. They disappear. So if you can be loud and if you can be the light, then it's never easier to be seen than it is right now. This also pays dividends in the long run. When you are seen as the person leading right now, they will trust and stick with you in the good times. And right now, when I say lead and be the light, right now is the time to over-serve. Now is the time to over-serve. It is not the time to be stingy with your time or your bonuses. People that invest in you in a recession deserve that little something extra because they have more choices in a recession. There are more people offering and discounting their prices. There are more people begging them to work with them out of desperation. So you need to work overtime to serve them and appreciate each and every single customer. If you own and execute these six rules of a recession, I'll recap them for you. Number one is cash is king. Number two, stop the bleeding. Number three, pivot your products and your pricing to fit the times. Number four, shift your messaging and your marketing. Number five, seek the opportunities. And number six, be the light and the leader. If you own and execute those six rules of a recession, I promise you, you will survive and then thrive. I've said it many times, but this crisis economy, this coronavirus economy, will cause more bankruptcies than it will deaths. But it will also create more brand new products, more brand new solutions, more new businesses, and more new entrepreneurs. And best of all, more new millionaires coming out of this thing than we've ever seen before. And I want you to be one of those success stories. Because when good people make good money, they do great things. And I know that's exactly who you are and what you'll do. And don't forget, April 16th, you and I, we're doing a group study of my famous financial course, The Money Principles. And we are tailoring it, all the lessons in it during that group study as we go through together 
chapter by chapter, we're tailoring it to the times we face right now. Join us by visiting thetruthaboutmoney.com. Go there now, thetruthaboutmoney.com, and I will see you starting April 16th. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.